praise be to God. You're welcome. Hello, greetings to you and your family. Greetings to you and your loved ones. Hallelujah. It is a fantastic day that we have, a beautiful moment that we can come together to learn, to hear, and to understand what the Father has for you and I. Yes, feel comfortable, feel free, know that you are loved, you are appreciated, you are unique, you are special, and that you have value, you are counted. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we honor you. Father, we glorify you. We lift your name above every other name, Jesus, for it is written that your name, as it is mentioned, knees bow in heaven on earth and beneath the earth. We are told that when your name is shouted, when your name is mentioned, when your name is proclaimed, knees bow in heaven on earth and beneath the earth. Um, we are told that your name can cast out sicknesses and diseases. Your name can restore health. Your name can bring peace, justice, and change. My Father, we honor you because of this moment. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I have been entrusted with a wonderful message, a wonderful word that I will be sharing with you shortly. And before we get into the message, into the scriptures, I want you and I to pray for a moment. Just so we start with a prayer and then we'll get into the stuff that the Father has given for you and I. And the prayer that I would like us to offer to prep us, I want us to look at the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. We are going to pray together and let's use scripture to pray. And that is from the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Let me read. The Bible reads, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This was a response Christ gave to Satan when he was being tested or tempted after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. The scripture tells us that the enemy Satan appeared to Christ and tried to tempt him. And this was one of the responses that Christ gave. That it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And the prayer that I want us to offer in line with the scripture is as follows. Father, I desire to overcome hunger in my life in Jesus' mighty name. Help me, Holy Spirit, to know when hunger is about to strike so I can overcome it with your help and not lose my place in Jesus' name. There is a revelation here about the word hunger. It is not hunger of the physical nature as you know it only, but this hunger has different facets to it. And we are going to look at that. But at this moment, I want you and I to pray where we are saying to the Holy Spirit that we need you to help us where we are saying to God that, Father, we want you to help us. 
we understand that there is going to be hunger of different type and nature. And what we are praying for is that you help us to overcome it so we do not give in in Jesus' mighty name. Let's just start to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you. I honor you, my God, that indeed you are a God of revelation. You are a God of secrets. You are a God of honesty. You are a God of love. You are a God of authority. You are a God of order. You are a God of power. And this moment, my father, you are speaking to us through the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 where Christ was responding to Satan through scripture that it is written to say, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceedeth or comes forth from the mouth of the creator. My God, I know and I understand that we are going to be hungry in life. And I pray that whatever type of hunger, Lord, want or need that we are going to develop, my prayer for your people, Lord, is may you help them. To overcome the hunger in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, I praise you and I pray this moment that, Lord, if we have committed any form, any type of sin before you, I am praying this moment that, God, may you forgive us. Wash and clean us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the blood that Christ shed for us. For that blood was shed once and it is effective for life. It is effective at every moment. And my God, we appreciate you because of that love that you show to us. For allowing your only begotten son to be crucified for us. Thank you that we trust we are clean because of you. Thank you we trust that we are purified because of you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. I have a word, I have a message, I have a topic, a subject um, that I will be sharing with you, which is when hunger strikes. Hallelujah. When hunger strikes. If you heard me in the prayer, I was saying that hunger is not necessarily hunger for food as you and I know it. And to give you more context, listen to this. Most of us relate to hunger as a sign that we need to eat food. In other words, a sign of us having to satisfy our stomachs. I, however, want to bring to your attention that there are various hungers in life that we need to, care f- to, to, to be careful of as they can result to consequences that are difficult, if not impossible, to reverse. Now, I, I need you to understand here with me that there is a revelation in the scripture to say when you are talking about hunger, it is not only hunger for food that you may eat. It is hunger for success. It can be hunger in the form of jealousy. It can be hunger in the form of impatience. It can be hunger in the form of a temper. It can be hunger in the form of unhealthy competition. 
it can be hunger in the form of envy, that you are envious of someone else or others. It can be hunger in the form of lust. One way or another, such hungers will strike us, or they'll hit us, or they'll come toward us, they'll approach us, they'll confront us, and we need to be careful and know that this is mere hunger and I need to overcome. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So for the context of this message, the word hunger is want. In other words, when want strikes. When you develop a strong want for something else, an urge for something else, you need to be careful. The word hunger, we can replace it with need. When you have a need for something else, be careful because that need can lead you into doing things that you shouldn't be doing. When you have a strong need for um, 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 anything, be careful because that need can drive you to places where you shouldn't go. It can cause you to say things that you should not say. It can cause you to imagine things that you should not imagine. It can cause you to produce words and statements that you will regret later. Or a desire. When a desire strikes, when you have a desire for something, when there is a strong desire within you to achieve something, you need to be careful at that point because people do whatever it takes because they have a desire. This is when the saying dog eat dog world comes into play. Where men, women will do whatever it takes for them to achieve their goal. That it will not matter whether it is a relative, it will not matter whether it is a friend, it will not matter whether it is a neighbor, it will not matter whether it is a colleague, it will not matter whether it is uh, someone you know in, within the community, it will not matter whether it is someone young, it will not matter whether it is female, it will not matter whatever you may think of. But because you have this desire, you end up doing things that you regret because you are wanting to achieve an outcome. Hallelujah. So we are building a foundation where I need you to be with me to understand that when we say when hunger strikes, do not think we are only talking about hunger for food. But this hunger is in different categories. Hallelujah. You are in December, 17th of December, um, and the year 2023 is soon coming to an end. Hallelujah. And it's possible that you may be saying, well, I had intended or planned to achieve A, B, C in the year and nothing has happened yet. Be careful because the need, the urge, the desire to achieve those outcomes can drive you to places you don't want to be. You may be saying I had desired or intended that I would fall pregnant before the end of 2023. Be careful of that hunger. Be careful of that need. Because if you, if you are not watchful, you can end up doing things that you should not be doing. You are saying maybe I wrote down to say I would get married before 2023 ends. And now that you are approaching the end of the year, you need to watch out for the hunger because you can end up going around and marrying uh, the wrong person. You can end up accepting the incorrect proposal because you are saying that I am desperate to get married when hunger strikes. 
Hallelujah. People go to the extreme to achieve outcomes when hunger strikes. All right. Let's first look at the book of Genesis. All right. Let's look at the book of Genesis chapter 25. Let's open our Bibles from the book of Genesis chapter 25. I'll read verses 24 to 34. That's where we are going to find the main scripture. Genesis chapter 25 verse 24 to 34. When hunger strikes, when need strikes, when want strikes, when desire strikes. Hallelujah. When you want that job so much, be careful. When you want that promotion so much, be careful. When you want that recognition so much, be careful. When you want that success so much, be careful. When you want that victory so much, be careful. When you want to make it so much, be careful. When you want to stand out, when you want to um, arrive, when you want to go, when you want to climb, be careful. Hallelujah. Now, let me read verse 24. The Bible reads, So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed there were twins in her womb, and the first came out red. He was a hairy, he was like a hairy garment all over. So they called his name Esau. Afterward, his brother came out and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when he, she bore them. So the boys grew and Esau was a skillful hunter. I want you to pay attention to that. Esau was a skillful hunter. A man of the field, but Jacob was a wild man dwelling in tents. Verse 28. And Esau loved, and Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was weary or tired. And verse 30, And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with that same red stew, for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. 31, But Jacob said, Sell me your birthright as of this day. Now, we are talking about when hunger strikes. That when hunger strikes, people are desperate. When hunger strikes, people lose their way of thinking. When hunger strikes, people do, do, do not um, reason. When hunger strikes, people are impatient. When hunger strikes, people will do anything to anyone. And here we are looking at a story about two brothers, Esau and Jacob. Esau being the firstborn or the elder brother and Jacob being the younger brother. And we are told that Esau was a man of the field. He was a hunter. He was a skillful hunter. And what is interesting is even though he was a skillful hunter, when you are reading the scripture, we are told that a day arrived that even though he was a skillful hunter, he came home hungry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So you, you need to understand that hunger does not choose gender. Hunger does not choose age. Hunger does not choose title or qualification. Hunger does not choose nation, city, or neighborhood. Hunger does not choose church or ministry. Hunger does not choose whether you are a servant of God or not. But hunger is applicable to all. Hunger can strike anybody. In other words, jealousy can strike anyone. Temper can strike anyone. Lust can strike anyone. Impatience or impatience can strike anyone. Unhealthy competition can strike anyone. Hallelujah. And let's finish, all right? He says, uh, uh, I am about to die, so what is, uh, uh, let's look at verse 32. And Esau said, look, I am about to die. So what is this birthright to me? The man was so hungry, the Bible says he himself said, I am about to die. Hallelujah. He compared his hunger to death. Now, I am not aware or I am not sure whether this man had died before, but he seemed to have known how death feels like. Because he said, my brother, I am about to die. So instead of us talking about birthrights, just give me the food that I want and you can have this birthright. And verse 33, then Jacob said, swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and he sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and a stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose, and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Let's first pray. Father, I thank you and I bless you for the reading of the scripture. I honor you, my God, because of the message, the word that you have for me and your son and your daughter, O oh God. That, O oh Lord, you've seen to it that it is imperative for us to understand the importance of what to do when hunger strikes. And in this moment, O oh God, as I teach on with the help of the Holy Spirit, thank you for I am confident and ready that I will deliver the word without shivering. I will deliver the word without um, being shy. I will deliver the word with confidence in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I pray also for the listener, my father, that as they listen to this message, to this word, I pray that speak revelations unto them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. When hunger strikes. Hallelujah. So we have just read the book of Genesis chapter 25, verses 24 to 34, where there are two brothers. And the, the elder brother Esau, we are told in the scripture, is hungry. And he is hungry while he is a skillful hunter. And I want you to understand that there is a secret, there is a revelation in that scripture. Because under normal circumstances or the norm, this man should not be hungry because he's a skillful hunter. So you'd expect him that he should be the one that should hunt, have food, and then it should be the younger brother perhaps who is hungry. But the word of God is bringing to your attention, to my attention, that it is not about what you have. It is not about your career. It is not about your position. It is not about your, your importance in a society. You are victim to hunger just like everybody else. 
Hallelujah. Now remember, I am talking about the hunger in a sense of different areas like I mentioned earlier. Hallelujah. So you need to know that you can be thinking to say, I am a pastor, I am a prophet, I am a preacher, I am a teacher of the gospel, I am a leader, I am a gospel singer, I am a worshiper, I am an intercessor, I sleep in the church, I attend night of prayers, I attend midweek services, maybe I have been born or I grew up in the church, but that is not a, a, a qualification or it is not a reason that you will not be striked with the hunger. Hallelujah. You need to understand that the, the, the fact that your mother was a servant of God or your father was a servant of God or your grandparents were servants of God, that is not a guarantee or a rite of passage to say that you are not going to face hunger. You are going to face jealousy. You are going to face envy. You are going to face impatience. You are going to face lack. You are going to face um, um, sickness. You are going to face all these challenges. Now, I'm not saying you're going to get sick, but I'm saying you face the challenge. It will depend on your faith and how you're going to overcome it. And of course, it will also depend on the grace of God. Hallelujah. The people who are in hospitals, it is not to say they are sinners or they are bad people. No. There are also believers that are in the hospital. There are servants of God who are also battling with a sickness. The Bible tells us that Timothy, hallelujah, was battling with an issue in his stomach. When, when Paul wrote to him, he said to him that, you know, you are struggling with your stomach. Even Paul himself was saying that the things that I desire to do, I find myself not doing. But the things that I do not want to do, those things I find myself doing. But one thing I do is to put those aside and keep pushing on. Jesus Christ did not, was not excused to the hunger of, of, of being betrayed. Hallelujah. He was betrayed by Judas Iscariot. He was tempted, according to the first scripture that we read, the book of Matthew, where we, are, we have read that he was responding to Satan, that man shall not live on bread alone. This was Jesus, the son of God, facing temptation from Satan. So I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact that you are a child of God and therefore you are exempted. There are no exemptions to hunger in life. Praise the Lord. Once you understand that, once you get that, you are going to live different as a child of God. But if you are going to live in ignorance and in denial, my God, that's important. If you are going to live in denial, thinking that you cannot face challenges in life, then any challenge that you face, you are going to want to give up. Hallelujah. I have heard believers saying they are no longer going to pray. They are no longer going to trust God. They are no longer going to go in the church. They no longer, you know, see the reason for them to hold on to the word of God because of a disappointment. But when you understand that a disappointment is part of the package, when you face it, you're going to go before God and say, Father, what I knew would come has now showed up. May you help me. Hallelujah. When hunger strikes. So going back to the book of Genesis, we are told that Esau, the older brother to Jacob, he gave up his birthright. Now you must know that birthright is important because the firstborn, there are some stuff that is meant for a firstborn. 
There is a certain inheritance that is meant for a firstborn. There are some privileges that are for a firstborn. As a parent, you can say all you like that you love your children equally, that you are treating them equally. That's good and that's important. It is commendable. But one thing remains that there is something specific about the firstborn. And this is not only me saying it, but it is scripture, it is biblical. Jesus Christ is known as the firstborn to us. Hallelujah. So there is something unique about being first. Hallelujah. So here, Esau gave up his birthright as a firstborn child, as a firstborn son. There were some blessings that were for him, but because he gave up his birthright, he gave up his position, he lost those benefits. He lost some blessings because of hunger. Hallelujah. So he despised a birthright because he allowed hunger to get the better of him. So you need to know that you may look at this woman that you have approached or that you have come across today as a man. And looking at this woman, you are lasting after this woman, forgetting that you have got a wife, forgetting that you are in a relationship, forgetting that you are reserving or keeping yourself. And then you end up going and you are sleeping with this woman. Hallelujah. You are losing your integrity. You are losing your position because of the hunger called lust. The same is applicable for, you, for a woman. That you are seeing this man and you are thinking, this man has the looks that I want. This man has the body that I want. Maybe this man has the money, the success, the fame that I want. And then you are going in, you are giving yourself into this man. You are losing your integrity as a woman. You are losing your dignity. You are losing your position. Why? Because you are allowing the hunger of lust to get the better of you. Hallelujah. You have been a gentle person all along, but because someone else has bought something, because someone else has got an achievement in life, you are allowing the hunger of jealousy to get the better of you. You cannot allow it or you cannot help it but to be jealous. It will approach you, yes, jealousy will come and show up, but it is for you to hold on to the word of God. It is for you to trust the Holy Spirit to empower you that you may overcome. Hallelujah. The Bible says we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Meaning as long as you remain in Christ, as long as you remain with Christ, then you are more than a conqueror. Then you are an overcomer. But the condition is you need to be in Christ. Now, most of us want to be overcomers. Most of us want to be conquerors. Most of us want to be overachievers. Most of us want to succeed. Most of us want to make it, and yet we are no longer in Christ. Hallelujah. We need to be honest with one another. That how are we going to overcome without Jesus? How are we going to overcome if we are no longer in the presence of God? How are we going to have a success without the Lord on our side? Hallelujah. This is, these are the sort of things that unfortunately we do not talk about. Praise the Lord. We, we just want to get excited over the scripture calls them the itching ear type of message. 
The type of message that will get you to be excited. The type of message that will get you to be jumping up and down. The type of message that will get you to be shouting hallelujah. The type of message that will get you to shout praise the Lord. The type of message that after the teaching, after the service, you go back and you say it was powerful. The pastor was on fire. But what fire are you referring to? Are you genuine that you are in the presence of God? Because you can't be on a fire in the presence of the pastor. You can't be on a fire while in the church. You can't be on a fire while you are attending a home sale. You can't be on a fire while you are you know, in a fellowship. You can't be on a fire while you are listening to a gospel song. You can't be on a fire because it is a Sunday. But what happens when the context or the environment has changed? Are you still in the Lord when hunger strikes? Hallelujah. Praise be to God. When hunger strikes. Now here Esau failed the test. Praise the Lord. Now it is sad that it is not only Esau. We can look at David in 2 Samuel chapter 11 verse 2 and 5. Now what happened to David is that David as king, David as an anointed man. Remember, David was anointed by Saul the prophet. He was anointed before his brothers. David was the last born. David was the young, uh, or the younger of his brothers. And yet God chose David to be anointed king of Israel. And while this man was anointed, while this man was chosen, while this man was favored, when the hunger of temptation showed up, he failed the test. When the hunger called last showed up, the Bible says he was in his chamber, in his room, hallelujah, in his palace. And when he looked out of the window, he saw a beautiful woman naked taking a bath. Belshiba. Um, no, Bethsheba. And the Bible says that when he saw this woman naked taking a bath, he ended up giving in to the lust, the hunger called lust. He went after this woman, slept with this woman, got her pregnant, and in turn he ended up getting the woman's wife killed so that he could marry the woman. And that's what he did. And we are talking about the man who was anointed, a man called by God, a man who would play the harp and the, the, the spirit, the evil spirit would leave his soul. We are talking about the man who would worship. We are talking about the man who defeated Goliath. We are talking about the man that was capable, hallelujah. But he fell when the, the, the hunger called last showed up. Hallelujah. You want to talk about Moses in the book of Numbers chapter 20 verse 7 and to 11. The Bible tells us that Moses was instructed by God to say, Moses, speak to the rock. God said, Moses, communicate with the rock. He said, Moses, have a conversation with the rock. And instead, the Bible says, because of the hunger called temper. Hallelujah. Where he had a temper, where he was angry. Hallelujah. Because of this hunger called anger, the Bible says he ended up striking the rock twice. He had a rod in his hand and instead of speaking to the rock, he hit the rock two times and water came out. 
Even though it appeared like a good miracle, even though it appeared like a great miracle, but because of anger, my God, the Bible says God spoke and said, listen, Moses, you have disobeyed the instruction. And because you have disobeyed the instruction, you are not going to enter the promised land. This was a whole Moses, a man that was walking and speaking with God, a man that would go in the mountain and speak to God, a man who we are told that he saw a bush burning, hallelujah, and a voice from the bush said to him, take off your sandals because the mountain, the place where you are standing is holy. A man that would see the glory of God, he ended up not seeing the entering the promised land because of hunger. Praise the Lord. So you must know that do not think because all oh, you pray. Do not think oh because your man prays or your woman prays. Do not think because you grew up in a church. Do not think that oh I, I, I am looking like this. I have what it takes. Do not think oh because of my position or my title. Do not think because of my skin color or my race. Then I will be exempted. No. Hallelujah. Hunger will strike everybody and anybody. Praise the Lord. So this message in December is relevant for you and I. Hallelujah. Don't tempt life. Don't tempt challenges. Don't tempt issues. Don't tempt situations. Because when hunger strikes, people fall. When hunger strikes, giants fall. When hunger strikes, people fail. When hunger strikes, people cry. When hunger strikes, people run away. When hunger strikes, people give up. Hallelujah. So you must know that the hunger is always searching for the next victim. Hallelujah. And this is the reason at the start we prayed that the Holy Spirit, may you help us to overcome hunger in the name of Jesus. That is the only way that we are going to be able to make it. We need help. And the last one is, look at Judas Iscariot in Matthew chapter 26. Now the Bible tells us that there was a young man called Judas. And this young man, Judas, was one of the 12 disciples or 12 apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. And a moment came when a hunger strike called, um, 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 uh, what is this hunger? This hunger is called the hunger of luck. He felt that he was lacking. Hallelujah. He was envious. And when this hunger showed up, the Bible tells us that he went to um, 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 people. And he said to them, what will you give me if I show you who Christ is? If I betray him, if I, you know, uh, give him up to you, what will you give me? Hallelujah. Now, it's interesting because when you read the New Testament, there is no scripture that tells us that the disciples were lacking anything. Hallelujah. They were not lacking anything because they had the Messiah, the provider with them. But Judas, because he allowed hunger to get the better of him, the Bible says he went and betrayed the Messiah. So you must understand and know from today, that a hunger can strike anyone. You are saying, Pastor, what a hunger? Lust can strike anyone. 
You are saying what a hunger pastor envy can strike anyone. You are saying what a hunger pastor jealousy can strike anyone. You are saying what a hunger anger anger can strike anyone. You are saying what a hunger impatience can strike anyone. You are saying what a hunger success you know, the, the success is another issue because most of us are looking to succeed in life. We are looking to make it in life. We are looking to maybe reach or attain higher levels of success in life. And the trouble is when you are in that mode, when you are in that zone, you need to be careful because people have done things that they regretted because of the pursuit of success. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, my God. Men go out of their way and they can even kill because of the hunger called success. Hallelujah. Oh, beautiful women have given up their bodies, their dignity, because of their hunger called success. Some were trying to rise up the corporate ladders. And they felt the only way to be able to do that was to give up their bodies. And they ended up giving up their dignity, sleeping with people to sleep their way up. Why? Because of the hunger for success. Men have sold their souls because of the hunger for success. People have entered or gotten into rituals that are ungodly because of their hunger for success. People have gone and slept in graveyards. People have gone and done nasty things because of their hunger for success. People have gone to traditional healers, hallelujah, and they have asked for charms and done lots of things to their loved ones, to their friends. Why? Because of their hunger for success. People have killed people, not directly, some maybe directly, but people have resorted to doing such because of their hunger for success. Now understand that these were not bad individuals, but because of the pursuit for success, because of the pursuit for wealth, people did things that are irreversible. Praise the Lord. When you take someone else's life, you cannot reverse that act. Hallelujah. That's something that you have to live with for the rest of your life. Now we thank and we bless God because he's a kind God that he's a forgiving God. But that remains with you within your conscience because you have taken a life. So today I want you to take this serious and pray over it. Pray about it. That God help me when hunger strikes. Hallelujah. You may say I have got self-control. I can hold myself, but believe me, when hunger strikes, you are in trouble. You may say, I am disciplined. I can go in those places and I won't do anything. Understand when hunger strikes, people no longer think logically. You may say, I will never do that. I will never say that. I can never betray anyone. But when hunger strikes, people do not think anymore properly. Hallelujah. So in this month of December, know that the hunger is going around and looking for victims. 
Praise the Lord. You need to be wise and be a step ahead. You need to be wise and be ahead of it. So if it shows up, you are ready to stand up and say, I rebuke your hunger in the name of Jesus. I rebuke your want in Jesus' name. I reject your desire in the mighty name of Jesus. You are able to stand and say, Holy Spirit, my helper, hold my hand that I may walk through this. You may be able to stand and say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of hunger, the valley of the shadow of desire, the valley valley of the shadow of need of want. I will not fall into the victim of doing what it wants me to do, but I will stand and maintain my dignity. I will stand and maintain my integrity. Why? Because I know it is just a hunger that is around. Praise be to God. Beautiful. Now, that's what I had to share with you, and um, I am hoping that it has taught you something. And that you know you need to be watchful in your life of what happens in life. Hallelujah. Um, let me pray with you and then um, I'll, I'll close. Father, I thank you and I bless you for the time that you allowed us to have. I honor you for the grace that you have given me to teach, Lord, on the subject when hunger strikes my father. I trust and believe that whenever you communicate, my God, there is a reason. I thank you for your love and your kindness that you do not look at people because of their background or what they have achieved in life, but that you are a God who is gentle. And so thank you, Father. I bless you for their life, O oh Lord, that as they have listened and heard, O oh God, this message, continue to communicate with them, Spirit of God. I bless you and I exhort you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, we thank and we bless God for that. And um, that's the time I had with you. And I am hoping that this has indeed spoken or done something in your spirit. It has moved you and it will cause you to see life in a different light. Um, with that, I've come to the end. Have a lovely afternoon. Enjoy the new week that starts and what is left of December. Enjoy and God lifts you. Shalom. <music>